0: Um, make sure you unmute your microphone before you, before you get into it, or if you record something, you'll want to unmute your microphone and then make it so that you can record, but unmute your microphone in life too. There's also your life, yes, through which you unmute your microphone, Uh, yes. Yes, it has been decided. You unmute your microphone when you want to talk to people. Um, fill your, fill the room with your voice or whatever. Fill the space with your voice, with your energy, and with who you are. Unmute your microphone in life. Unmute your microphone. Share your story. Don't you have a story to share? What I'm wondering, really, is, uh, is about stories. Like, when is your life not a story when is your life not a story like when is when are you what part of it is not a story of your life because pretty much everything that you do is a story and you also live it in stories both daily and yearly you live it in stories i guess a story is sort of like a i like it is sort of like a time frame but then you can think about multiple stories that are carrying on in your life at the same time over the course of uh time frames that intersect with each other but the uh, the most encompassing time frame of your life that is uh representative of your story is a time frame that is your lifetime because your lifetime contains the intersection of all stories that play out in your life or like uh just interactions that you have with different people lives that you live out with different people where your stories intersect with their stories and uh you are you're friends with them or you have relatives you have you have a story with your relatives you have a story with different with every different group of friends it's a different story it's a different life uh that that somebody else can look at and say that's a god damn that's a story well like anything could be a story everything is a story it's just some are more lame some of them you don't some of them you don't really have much to speak about when it's all said and done i would imagine there's some stories that are just like but some stories are more muted than others more subject to restraints or just given to that just based on the environment that the story was generated in uh, it could be really restricted and therefore the story isn't that colorful or there isn't that much to say about it. But it's probably like if you're within the story, you would feel like it was just as colorful a story as anybody else's story. It's just that objectively other people can look at different stories when they're all said and done and say that some were objectively more colorful than others. Um, because that's true. Because sometimes the sometimes you actually have a story to tell. But you have a story to tell the more risk that you take within your story the more the more risk you take the more you go uh further than you're supposed to the more you cross boundaries the more that you uh let your story survive is the more interesting that your story is but you have to incorporate new things into your story in order to let your story survive like your story feeds off of new interactions Uh, and new experiences and so you have to feed a story kind of like you would just feed a human and that since a human is uh, a human is always eating and consuming food so that they can generate new cells but ultimately just so they can survive because if your body isn't getting food like if and if you're in a starvation scenario your body will start eating your fat, any fat that you have. And then after that, it'll start eating your muscle. As long as you're not getting food, it'll just keep eating things because your body is just uh, consuming. It's like a furnace that is always burning, always needs fodder to burn in order to continue. And if it doesn't get food, it'll start eating your muscles. And then if it eats all your muscles, it'll keep eating and eat your organs and like uh, keep because it needs to eat in order for you to survive. And eventually it just eats you away so much that you die. Uh, if you don't, keep feeding it but like your story can die if you don't feed it with new experiences but you have to I guess you have to cross boundaries in order to say that you're allowed to incorporate a new experience into any given story that you're trying to talk about so it's like you have but you have a story like that and it has to survive but I guess the more I I would say the more interesting your story is the more that you contribute to it or the more that you would just say that it's not over you just like you can't look at any story that you're a part of as if it's existing in the past or if everything that's already important or fun about your story has already happened like you need to get together with your friends and do new things or find new things to do or at least continue to get together and say different things to each other in order for it to be a new thing that's added to your story I'm saying that newness is a key factor newness new you have to add things that are new in order to survive in order to continue going you have to adapt to what is new about the world because the world keeps going you have to adapt your reality to the world's reality because the world keeps going and it keeps changing and it keeps adding new inventions and setting a new tone for what's rational in the moment And in order for your story to continue to be rational in the moment you have to be new the same way that the world is. And so you have to align your reality with the changing reality of the world, which isn't easy to do. And that's why eventually every story dies. But at the point that it, I guess I'm saying uh, story dying is really just a point in time that you would mark it off as that when the story ended, like a story for a group of friends would end when all of those people died. And then you can look back and say, Oh, that's a story <laughs> if you want. But it's just that, it's just that you can make it a, it's just that anything is really a story like that. It, you can classify any one of them as a story. Like, you, your story, your story ends when, you're, when your timeline ends, and then that's a that's a story for you. But really it's that, the story part of it is kind of what other people would see, I think. Is what other people look back and see, is what you would classify as a story uh rather than so i'm trying to figure out what's not a story about you as you're going through life like you kind of make everything about stories and enrapture your life in stories and speak yourself through stories and narratives with other people but also you give too much power to stories like it's not necessarily a positive thing to view everything as a story and Uh, yeah, I guess I don't, I don't feel like a lot of people call attention to that, or that you would need to, or probably that nobody really wants to, or would think about to call attention to that. The authority of the idea, story, what the the authority that story has over us. I mean, as long as you don't address that everything that we do is just captured in a story, then it's kind of like a story has authority over us. But... I don't know if that's really a thing or if that's just something that's partial to me or just the way that I would see it like that a story uh, like I would say sometimes we might limit ourselves just by saying that we have to live in a story or that we have to live up to something or be something interesting because of the story or the way that a story is playing out between us like between me and friends i have or me and my family my relatives like there's a special there's like some sort of if you think that there's some sort of a speciality with your family or with your best friend or your parents or something that is playing out about your story there's some sort of a speciality and it's like uh it's just your i I don't know i'm talking about if you give too much power to your story like your story can hold power over you like there's people out here there's people out here subject to their own stories because they need to live up to some sort of story that they're imagining. Like, but you would do that. You would be subject to your story if you're saying your story can only play out one way. Like, then that restricts you to one path in life. And yeah, it restricts you to one path in life to say your story can only play out one way. Like, if you uh, make it so that it's not that way which obviously it's not then i guess that's where your life is not a story so it's not like it's not like people are always subject to their stories in life like in the entire world or anything it's just that at least in at least in america there's a lot of you can really just give power to like some romantic thing that's going to play out in your life hopefully it's going to play out like you can be in a position that your story is like dictating your life to the point that you, I mean, if you have to follow a story, uh, if, you, if you need it to play out one way, then it is uh, sort of like a, but it's a story either way. It's just that you, sometimes you get in a position where you're trying to control your story. So like what's not story, what isn't a story about you? I'd say that what isn't a story about you is any time that you just react as you are. Uh, to any to the to a situation you don't analyze a situation you just relate yourself to the people around you in the given moment for what the situation calls for like you but you react uh, in a way specific to you in a way that's derivative of your original thought or your capacity for original thought or creativity or artfulness or but that's just you Capitalizing on your responsibility or saying that your responsibility is uh, pertinent in the in the given moment in the current time that you're that you're relevant, you know, is that you're is that you react just as you are. You give power to your original thought, your mind to say things, your individual nature to say things rather than that you're trying to uh, rather than that you're trying to figure out how to react. So, as to, I don't know, rather than it's just that, but like it still is your maybe it's just you get a more interesting story if you're more truthful, but it's still a story, but it's not a it's not a story to you in that moment, in the present moment that you just react truthfully. Like the best you can do is not be cliche and say things that. Are from somebody else or from like phrase stuff in the past or like if you speak in uh, like if you speak in a lot of phrases that other people use if you only speak in phrases that other other people use you're speaking in phrases that aren't relevant in the in the present moment i mean you can be instantly relevant As soon as you introduce something new into the equation, because then you have something that is new in the present moment for your story and new in the entire world. But I think you can only produce that or create that if you give power uh, to your own creativity. And say that your own creativity is allowed to create things and produce things. You say that you have the ability to produce things is what would allow you to speak on what you find meaningful to yourself is what would allow you to speak on what is actually original to you. But uh, you have to you have to you just have to do that. Like, you just have to live in the present moment, but not talk about living in the present moment or try to capture what it means to live in the present moment. You just have to react to it. And I think at that point, that puts you above having to say that your life is a story because it's more than a because there's more important things than a story. Obviously. There's more important things in a story it's just like people there's a lot of people that are making it just the story of me and they're just living by their story and uh, trying to make it so that their story plays out perfectly and they're taking other people along with them and they don't and people don't even realize that they are part of just somebody else's story because it's not just your story you have to worry about there's stories there's intersecting stories across all kinds of people that you think about all the time and that you align your story with another individual person to call them your friend. Is that you are, uh, you're intersecting your stories with each other, but, uh, on purpose, like, because you find it meaningful to do that and you can do that with a spouse. And that's like an even more meaningful intersection of a story, but it's kind of one that's meant to be two stories combined into one. Now you have the same story. It's the second that you get married. Uh, but you choose who you, uh, you choose who you have stories with that you've shared, stories with like reciprocality you you choose the reciprocality of you choose who to be reciprocal with and how you share your stories with each other because you share because of the point that you're sharing a story is kind of like you're sharing your life with somebody else or you're just allowing that's why you want to make the right choices and have the right friends or whatever because you don't want to share the truth of yourself with somebody else and have it turn out that it didn't, uh, benefit you in any way or that it made your story rotten and made your story corrupted and wrong, or it sent you on a path that you didn't want, but that's like inevitably going to happen. As long as you make, as long as you share your stories, story with more people, it's kind of like you can share your story with as many people as you want and really You will have bad experiences when you do that. You'll have good experiences and bad experiences. And the more open that you are, the more willing you are to listen to what's meaningful to other people and incorporate their senses of meaning into your life is the more that you will get the good and the bad. Uh, Because if you're just open, you're just allowing all the good and the bad, lots of different relationships, and you're just getting all kinds of things that are good and bad. And I wouldn't say that they would be objectively good and bad. They're just good and bad to you. But they're good and bad to you. Like uh, any given person's story can speak something good or bad into your individual story. But whatever is good or bad about it is particular to you because in reality, you kind of, you have a, you yourself have a story that you want it to play out a certain way that's different from everybody else's story. And so you have things to yourself that you're like, okay, that's good and that's bad. You want to direct yourself in a certain way that's specific to you. And so you have a, you have your own good and bad for what's good and bad to you. So one person's bad, like a, a bad story that you... that you... Uh, intersect yourself with will be uh that's probably bad you but it could be good for somebody else it's just that you will uh you'll change more the more that you allow the more open you are it'll change you in good directions and bad directions but i I would say it's better just to it might just be better to share yourself with as many people as possible because then you have a lot of data points by which to guide your life like you have more data points so that you can look back and see like uh maybe you can direct yourself better the more that you go The more that you go along, the more that you include more things, because even if it's a bad experience, I'd say it's a good thing to incorporate bad experiences just so that you know what's a bad experience for the future so that you can change. As long as you're incorporating experiences, your story continues and you survive. You have more fodder to make your story more colorful and more new and more interesting if that was the goal all along, which it kind of is for you. So yeah, the goal of a story can be to make it more interesting Uh, yeah, are you trying, are people out here trying to make their life more interesting? Sort of. But it's not something you try to do. So, like, it's not something you try to do to make your your story more interesting. Uh, Your story really is more up to, the story, I think, is more about what other people see in you. Like, what other people see. Like, you get to be... You get to be what you are. As you're going about life, you're not trying to. You're not intentionally thinking about this is my story, and this is what's going to be about my story. But you can live that way, and if you do live that way, I would argue it's uh, limiting to you. Yeah, like you can live that way, but it would be it would be limiting to you because um, because you would be saying that your story needs, if you are thinking of your life in terms of a story or a narrative or making your relationships with people more romantic and thinking that your relationship has to work out a certain way, or you have to live in a, at a certain level of truth in your relationships with other people, or you have this like high standard of honesty with other people, uh, that you might put on a relationship because you view the relationship romantically, uh, because you think that it's possible to live in perfect honesty with people, like that would be, that would be a result of you, uh, maybe romanticizing a relationship too much is that you have a too a standard of honesty that is impossible for humans to carry out. Uh, but like if you, if you carry on with your relationships romantically like that, then, um, it might be that you're kind of trying to enact a story in your life, like trying to, you're thinking about yourself and the way you live your life in terms of a story. And I would argue that's not what you want to do, even though it's a, it's a story anyway. Like you can't really escape from your life being a story, but you don't like, don't think about yourself in terms of that. Actually, as you're continuing your life, it isn't a story like, like, a prerequisite for it being a story would be that it has a beginning and an end as long as it's a manifestation of a story you're talking about something that has a beginning and an end it's something that you can it's really a story a complete story something you can look back on in pretty much any case as long as it's continuing you could say yeah that's like a continuing story but you yourself wouldn't you wouldn't benefit from viewing your life as a story and like you don't you don't like like as long as you're just living averagely like regularly you're just going about your life it isn't a story what is a story about you like what is inescapably a story about you is that people see you uh, like observably but it but the story doesn't have anything to do with what you do actively like that you just do things actively that isn't a story but it is a story as far as like people observing you because people observe you and what they see basically is a story and the story of your entire life is complete once you're dead and at the point that you're dead then that is all that you are is kind of is kind of the main it's kind of the main problem with stories is that uh you only you are only that once you're dead you're only a story to people because it's Once you're dead, you don't actively get to do anything. You don't get to exist, uh, creating new things about yourself. And so really it is that as long as you get to live, you get to create new things about yourself or say that there's more to you and ultimately more to your story. So you you get the ability to do that as long as you're alive, but at the point that you're dead then you're just a story then you don't not surviving is then uh that you are just a story to other people but it's because you would only at the point that you're dead you would only exist as something that people can look back on and see and speak to about your life and your story because you're you are ultimately a story observably like maybe you're always a story observably from what other people see so it's like and you can live you can live vicariously through other people's viewpoints and think of yourself the way that other people see you if you always live thinking about what other people are seeing you do and i would say that's kind of the same as like if you're always if you're just going about regular activities in your life and thinking about that other people are watching you do it then you're kind of just a performer in their perspective or in their reality but it's but i think you could also say that You're just thinking about it in terms of yourself as a story playing out where, and you shouldn't do that because the proper place for that is only from the perspective of other people. And the only perspective that you have is your own. So you shouldn't ever think of yourself in terms of a story you get to make your story entirely. But uh, the only way that it becomes a meaningful story really is if you don't think of it yourself in terms of it being a story. It's only meaningful and colorful if you live like a real person and react from your own original thought and produce things in the world so that, therefore, as a result of that, there is something to be said about you. The only way that you get to be a person that somebody would want to make a story about is if you are a person that's relatable, is that you like would do things that would generate a noteworthy story but you're not you'd only generate a colorful story if you just went about your life not trying to be not thinking about what other people would see in you because that's a uh, that's really deri- that's really derivative i guess but derivative you can use for lots of you can use that word for lots of things it's derivative it's hackneyed if you are only trying to play out your life from in terms of what other people would see because if you're doing that then you're using vocabulary that isn't your own to describe yourself or you're just using the you're just using stories and patterns spoken about by the society at large to think of yourself in rather than that you're thinking of yourself in terms of your own thoughts and your own patterns and what you find interesting about life like if you if you are doing that, then you're acting on your own responsibility or your ability to respond to a situation. If you're acting on your own responsibility, uh, I would say that that's something like you're just being a regular person living your life. You don't make it that you be, but if you don't just respond to things regularly, then you are making it that you're more than just a person because you're trying to live up to some story. If you're trying to live up to some story, You're like, if you see yourself as being in a story, then you have, then you would have the tendency to see yourself as an archetype of some kind, because stories include archetypes. The main characters in stories are representational of an idea. I mean, they're an idea, like, is the point of the characters in the story they're supposed to represent? Lots of people. But like, uh, so you can have a less interesting story and probably the effectiveness of a story is reliant on the relatability of the main character but yeah the effectiveness of a story is reliant on the relatability of the main characters in the story because the main characters are meant to be archetypes or entirely representational of something of an idea so that people can see themselves in the story and therefore, then, then the story is effective because it it relates to lots of different groups of people, or transcends the borders of lots of different identities, so as to be a more effective uh, story. And really, that some a story that has representational characters that the characters transcend the borders of lots of different people, so lots of people can see themselves in it. Like that kind of story would. I'd imagine in all cases have more longevity too. like that's a kind of story that lasts longer over time. But like at the point that you die, at the point that you die, depending on the relative colorfulness of the life that you lived is gonna decide how long people remember your story or how meaningful the story is like you and so what I'm saying is that, because of the relatability of the main character of a story, like the like the place for a character in a story is for it to be an archetype or totally representational of an idea. Um, you have to be relatable in order to have a meaningful and long-lasting story, or like a relatively more colorful story. You just have to be a, a regular person. The only way you can be a regular person is if, as you're going through it, you don't think of yourself in terms of a story. And there are plenty of people that don't think of their life in terms of a story, like probably probably most people. It's just, that, it's just that you can get caught up in, like the problem with the story, like what would cause you to start thinking of your life in terms of a story, which I'm saying is a bad, is a negative thing for you and for other people, is to think of your life in terms of a story As you're going through it Like What would cause you to do that I think is just If you If you are in You are only subject to Other people's stories Really Is what I'm saying But that's what I'm getting at By saying that You as a story Is only observably you As opposed to You Acting on your subjectivity Or your own Thoughts and things Like that Like uh, That if if you give too much power to a story, it's because you're maybe caught up in other people's stories or you are subject to definitions that that you can't get outside of. Because if you're subject to a definition, if you always have to call yourself something or be subject to a belief system, you always have to be uh, within the belief system. You have to operate within the belief system. You don't have the freedom to... You can get, you can be, you can just believe things and it doesn't have to be a belief system. You can just be superstitious about things. You can be worried that the next time you drive your car, like every time you drive your car on a Tuesday, you will get in a crash or something like you could just have a irrational superstition, like not, and that one just kind of sounds silly, but people will have like, uh, superstitions like that that are that are kind of dumb like you can give power to a superstition like that and then it gives you less freedom to say what you get to do but like at the point that you add all these inhibiting factors into your life or you say that you have to live by the definition of a belief system meaning that you can't cross the boundaries of a belief system or but like adding a superstition is like adding a restrictor on you so that you have a belief system that causes you to not have the freedom to drive on a Tuesday if you think you're only going to get it in a crash when you drive on a Tuesday. That just makes it like, uh, it makes it say you can't do things or like say, but, uh, but like you're kind of just embroiling yourself in other people's, in the stories of other people, or you're saying that you're saying that the world has power over you to decide what you're going to do on a Tuesday. If you say you can't drive on a Tuesday because it's like all you give power to all the other drivers. You give power to all the other drivers' stories. If you hold that superstition that you'll crash every time you drive on a Tuesday, you think that your story doesn't have the power to be enacted or in other words, but like that's the point at which you are saying that this that you're giving too much authority to a story is that you say that other people have control over what you do. But like because you can just get involved in another person's story. But you can just do that by saying that by thinking that other people are always watching you just as you walk around and that you gotta like be a certain way when they see you or like walk the right way or or whatever. Because then you're just living through their <laughs> then you're just a part of their story. If you, if you are only ever seen by other people rather than that you're doing things, you're just part of somebody else's story. But you can be, you can just be within somebody's story. You can be dictated by another person's story. They can just tell you how you're living your life or how you're supposed to live your life. I mean, if you always are subject to groups of people or individual people, by what they say like you're if you're always worried about maintaining a perfect relationship with somebody like if somebody has to be your best friend and they always have to be your best friend like uh and it has to be that way always if you're always worried about tarnishing that relationship then you are you uh you won't step outside of the bounds of that best friend story and so you're subject to always having to be somebody's best friend, rather than saying, like... Rather than... (laughs) Like, uh... Rather than just understanding that everybody is both good and bad. Like, you can do that if you think that people are absolutely good. You can be... You'll be stuck in somebody's story if you see that... If you see a person as absolutely good, rather than recognizing that they are both good and bad, they're a human, they're flawed, they are not capable of absolute good. If you see somebody or a group of people or really a pastor of a church or like as absolutely good you will be you're like kind of subject to their story because they have the wisdom to tell you what is good about what is good about life because in the sense that you make somebody absolutely good you are automatically below them because you know yourself to be worse than them you would know yourself to be worse, th- worse than them. Well, I mean, at least that's the kind of relationship I'm talking about. If you give somebody the, if you give somebody the power to be absolutely good, that's just kind of like saying that they have a certain infallibility, or you kind of make them God, where you know that you're just a regular person looking for direction. And if you make somebody else God, then you are part of their story. But that's, that's naturally what happens if you say that you're subject to. The body of knowledge of another person then you're just within the bounds you're just living within the boundaries of what they know because they only know a finite set of things as long as they're a person is what i would argue like any person only knows a finite set of things they can only go so far in dictating wisdom and dispensing knowledge to you because they're just a person but like but you can make people absolute goods you can make your your relationships an absolute good and uh then you always have to live by that relationship but as long as you have to live by a relationship or don't if you don't allow your relationships with people to be static or don't allow yourself to confront people on anything or try to make it so that there's never any arguments there's never any like good and bad ebb and flow of your relationships if you don't let your relationships be static, then uh, you're trying to live by... You always have to live by like a, that relationship, or it always has to be good, or it always has to play out a certain way. If you don't allow there to be negatives in a relationship, it's probably that you're saying that the relationship should play out a certain way, and if you say, say that your relationship should play out a certain way, you are restricting your story to somebody else's story and and it's not like you can have relationships with other people and also not restrict yourself to their stories because it is that you are aligning your story with other people's stories when you have relationships with them it's just that uh it's just that you you don't need to as long as you give power to yourself to be responsible and creative, then you aren't uh, giving all the power to somebody else to be creative or say what can be original or can't be original. Uh so you might end up like you can get caught up in somebody else's story. You might just be a player in somebody else's story or a performer in somebody else's reality. That's like that's the problem with the that's one of the problems with a story. Um, but you can escape And so I'm saying, like, you are always in a story, but only in the sense that you are always observed. But there's also, I would say that's, like, it's half of the picture to say that you're always observed by other people. Like, that's half of your identity. That's half of you at all. Your existence is your objective, observable existence. And then the other half is your subjective existence by which you can produce things. Or you, like, as long as you get power to your subjective existence, you allow yourself to be responsible over your ability to react to things and you uh, don't don't give that away to other people make sure you don't give that away to other people because if you do then you're just going to be living in other people's stories and then you have to also then you're just living by that there is a story like you can live your life not by a story like you can overcome it by just doing things but you Like, you would overcome the power of a story just by sharing yourself, uh, too, with lots of people. Like, I'd say that is how you escape being in a... That's how you escape making your life a story, is that you don't make it so that interactions you have with people have to end a certain way or play out a certain way. You just allow the relationship to do what it does rather than try to control it so that nothing negative comes to you out of a relationship. If you just share yourself with people and then allow negative and positive experiences to happen, uh, the more that you do that is the more that you distribute your story to lots of other people's stories and then therefore like make your story overall more representational because more people got to be a part of it or really understand the truth of it because Nobody understands the truth of your story if they aren't if they aren't in a relationship with you if they don't get to be aligned with your story in any way if they only get to observe you that's just a that's just a perception that they would have and um yeah, but I think that you can you can escape these your life can more escape being a story, the more that it is distributed to lots of other people's stories, because then it is not traceable or definable to one thing. If your story is integrated into tons of other people's stories, like meaningfully enough, like you had relationships with people, you shared your story enough that there was a relationship or that the truth of your story could be spoken outside of yourself in some way or like that it can exist in people that aren't you. Uh, so that that truth lives not just within you, but in other people like you would, you would want to align your, have lots of relationships with other people just so that you don't, uh, feel the burden of what you have to communicate in life, feel the burden of what's meaningful to you. You can relieve yourself of the burden of what's meaningful to you just by sharing yourself with lots of other people. And in doing that, you distribute your story to lots of other people so your story isn't definable to one thing but that's what makes your story more meaningful is that lots of other people can see you but you uh or un- lots of people see a truth in it at least some truth in it and so that's how you escape it just being like a I don't know i mean i think that's just how you would make it your story more colorful or interesting because that's what would make your story more undefinable is if The truth of it didn't exist in just one place that people just one Place that people could see because that's just a easily Understandable pattern if the truth of you only exists in one place Then everybody can point to what the truth of you is if the truth of you is Ethereal and uh, like widely distributed then it's not it's not easy to track the truth of you And that's what makes your story more long-lasting or makes it so that people would try to describe your story once you're dead like if you distributed distributed yourself to lots of other people uh, it would be more likely that people would continue want to continue talking about you to try to figure out what your story was because you would only have a story that it was colorful that people would want to keep talking about if they didn't understand it or like, they're still trying to process it after you were gone. And the only way that people would still try to process your story is if it was undefinable, uh, or, and untraceable, or just like involved in lots of different areas of life and transcended the borders of lots of different identities. Um, know, there's something else I was going to say about it like yours your story but like um that's why jesus is a son of man is because his story is uh common to everybody everybody knows who jesus is and also 2000 years after he's gone so it's like in line with the logic that i'm putting forth like jesus as being uh the most transcendent story basically it speaks to the his uh like jesus's undefinability or speaks to that he is god like uh or that the story is that he's god like the story is the story and the reason that people try to continue to figure it out is because they can't digest it they can't figure it out it's untraceable but it's the story of jesus is untraceable but because he is the son of man or representational of all men he is man like is distributed to everyone, and so that's, that's like, uh, as transcendent as a story as you could possibly have Is the story of a guy who is every man, you know Uh, so that's, that's that, like the story of, the story of Jesus But you, uh I don't know that you want to think about ever what your story is. Like you do it inevitably because as you, like if you are hanging out with people or something and then when it's done and you're driving away, at least I tend to think about like, Oh, what they probably thought I was this or this when I said this or this, not that you do that entirely. And like some people would tend to do that, like just be more self-aware to think about what you looked like. Some people are just more introverted or insecure in that way that you would think about what other people saw in you. But uh, like, do you always do that? Do people always do that? Does everybody do that? Or is that just me? I don't, I don't really know. But like you at least sort of think about like what you look like to other people and so there's something to be said about you thinking about like well what do you want your story to be but you don't uh you don't ever want to think about it in that term really because it's not helpful to you to try to understand yourself through other people's perspectives because you don't know what they see in you you could act an entirely certain way like you could be like you can act entirely um like kind, you're like, I'm a really kind person. I'm kind all the time. And, uh, but like your viewpoint of kind is not somebody else's viewpoint of kind. And so you would think that like in trying to be really kind, like that's what you want to sell people on, that people see that in you. And then they're like on board with this story of you being a kind, nice person, just really generous. That's what you want to be. But it's probably true that, a good percentage of the people that see you trying to do that Don't have that same viewpoint of being kind And then all they see you as is fake Or they just Or they just interpret it as a different word Like they'll say, oh, he's just being uh, He's just being like um, Diplomatic, you know Somebody might see it They'll probably see it as something more closer to what it is If that's not entirely what you are Like Uh, you should give more credit to people's ability to see through, through you, honestly, because even if they don't see through you, they're not going to see you exactly how you want to. You don't have the ability to have people see you the way you want to, and that you would think that other people see you a certain way. Uh, I think you're, I think you're wrong, like, and you're at least slightly wrong in a lot of cases, because people have their own vocabulary to describe what you're doing. That's different from yours. Um... But like, so I'm just saying that to say that I don't think it benefits you to try to think about yourself through other people's viewpoints or to think of like, it would be the same thing to think of, try to, uh, make it so that you're like, it doesn't help you to try to make it so that people see a certain story in you because you can try to get people to see a story. And in that case, you are also subject to your own story or the authority of stories is that like you're that if you're trying to get people to see you as a certain story then then you are living by story and you're not if you're trying if you want other people to see you a certain way you know if you're always trying to do that but uh it's like as i'm driving away from a group of people i wish that they would I wish that they would see me a certain way, you know? I wish that they would understand me certain ways, but, like, the ways that I wish somebody would see me are, are I would say, particular to my own vocabulary. And it's just that, like, it's futile to try to have somebody see you a certain way. You can wish that they do, but they don't. Because they see you... They see you their, their own way. Like you wouldn't even, doesn't even matter how they see you really. It doesn't matter how anybody sees you. And so therefore it doesn't matter what your story is and you shouldn't ever try to be a story. I just wish that my story was something like a middle finger really like, well, I just wish that every, I wish that things I did were just a, I don't care. I wish that people would see that I didn't care, but you would wish that if you were like, if you had a propensity to caring about what other people saw on you then you would probably wish that people saw you as somebody who didn't care. So I wish I could get to the point that my life is just a middle finger. That's really all, like, not more than that. I'm not being ironic, I'm not, I'm not being silly. I wish that my life was a middle finger to people. But that's easier said than done, because if you want to be that, you have to live that in your life. My life is not a middle finger to people. (laughs) Uh, But, and it's not, it's never, it is only, and I really only want it to be that some of the time anyway. I don't want to take the responsibility of people seeing me as an asshole. But it's fun to think about that they would. And like, ultimately, do I want that? Who knows? It's just something that momentarily you're like, oh, that's, that'd be fun. if That'd be fun if I could just be, if my identity was just like, I don't really care about uh, other people's stories, but I'll, all I care about is my own. I guess it's like, maybe I'm just, I'm, I think I'm just describing to you, like, what's the best story that I could be to me? Like, what if, if I was just being, if you considered, what if I was just able to do what I wanted to do? Or like uh, the best kind of story, the best kind of story is just one where you're not involved with anybody else's story. And that is something like a middle finger. But anybody can have a middle finger story as long as they're not concerned with other people's stories. It's not really profound to, it's not that profound to live your life as a middle finger. It would, it's just that you would be saying that, uh, I don't, uh, care about other people's stories i just do my own story but you only you can only not care about other people's stories if you don't think of it in terms of a story and that's that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying about stories but yeah if you say like i just kind of want to not care about what anybody else does and other people are other people don't like that because they want to be able to control your story Depending on how prone they are to controlling people, people don't, the world is not uh, catering to anybody who wants to make their story their own. The world is going to try to send you through all these filtered pathways and try to send you towards an identity so that they can define you. The world is going to tell you that you, if you identify with, if you go to your job, like whatever your career is, that's your identity, and the world is gonna to try to define you that way, and just say that that's what you are. And like the world has the power to do that, as long as you take on job titles. But it's in- inevitable for you to take on job titles, uh, and so you give the power of your identity over to the job title because that's what you're saying that you are. You do that. You do that in order to make money like you have to identify yourself in the world and so therefore your life can't ever actually be a middle finger because as long as you're as long as you're uh sending yourself over to be part of a corporation or something then you are part of the corporation you, you give the corporation some authority over your life and uh, authority over the unlimited, unlimitedness of your identity. You make your identity relatively more finite the more that you give your identity over to something like a corporation or say that you are titled in a certain way you can then in the rest of your life say like oh i'm not identified by my career and uh like oh whatever my job i don't try to be my job but it's but like people still get to identify you that way and and the world is just going to try to send you through identities so that they can define you the world at large is going to try to define you besides that the world at large is just a giant municipality uh as it stands right now it's just a it's just a municipality meaning that it's not really It's not really built at this moment to tend towards efficiency. It's just a municipality. Uh, It's like there's not the environment doesn't foment progress endlessly because it's kind of a municipality. And so, as long as it's a municipality, you're subject to the, the municipality, like, the entire... Like, the world is kind of like that, but, like, America is like that. But I'd imagine every single country is like that. It's kind of a municipality. And and so, like, the, un, the potential for unlimited progress is significantly muted uh, as a result of the world kind of being a municipality. And so, the municipality is not going to... You're subject to the municipality, you live within the boundaries of it, and I think, I mean, just as a result of that, it's just, it's just that society, society will try to define you a certain way, there's only like, there's only finite things that you can be, and you have to be You have to be one of the things that society already knows And if you're not, society is not going to act kindly towards you Like if you live as if you are above identity Or you don't ever have to identify uh, Or you're just like, I don't want to identify Like I don't want to be part of anybody's story Because it's kind of like a story is like an identity Somebody's, it's just uh, a story is like an identity And you can be part of other You can give yourself over to an identity. You could be like, I'm a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. (laughs) Like, that's a group. That's an identity. Everybody in there is an Alcoholics Anonymous member by definition. And then you identify as that group, and that's part of your identity. you're You're an alcoholic. You're a recovering alcoholic. That can be... Can be your identity. Not that like you try to be that like, not that you intentionally go into these identities. Like you are unintentionally a lot of identities. What you end up identifying as is, has a lot to do with what is unintentionally what you already are. Like, I'm not saying that you always, you choose your identities, but, uh, to the extent that you say that you can get around identifying with other people, uh, the more that you do that, the more that you will be isolated from, other people in the world, naturally, because it's only a loner that gets to say that they aren't, that they have the potential, they continue to have the potential to be any identity or have the ultimate freedom of enacting their story. It's only a loner that would have that, because it's only a loner that would not be identified with anybody else. And, uh, but the more that the world doesn't accept uh, doesn't accept many identities in a person. just naturally, the more that society carries on to only accept a finite number of things in people or try to categorize you in the ways that they already know how to categorize you is the more that the society is restricted. but like, and the more that they will make you an outcast when you try to... When you try to be something other than the definitions That the society already knows So you can tend to like You can try to make your story a middle finger Just know that uh, It's kind of a tendency towards being an outcast The more real you are If you're the most real Like you're kind of You'll have a few people you're friends with and uh they're like but if you're the most real then you are just living by your own reality because the most real that you can be is just you expressing your original thought at all times but like nobody's capable of that uh you just people you you relate yourself you want to relate yourself you don't want like you don't want to be a middle finger but but it would be but that's what would be fun is if you could just say that you always had the freedom to be whatever you wanted and therefore not care about what anybody would say about you or what they what could be dictated about your story and i i would argue the more that you don't make your life about being in a story is the more interesting a life that you would live so that should be all yeah that should be all that I have to say. Uh, thank you for thank you for listening. I will try to keep putting out some more. Uh, I would tell you what episodes I would do next, but it seems like it's always kind of random. I gotta get around to that colors numbers one. that's probably the next one. Um, yeah so, I'll talk to you later.